Where am I? Hello, Who are you? It's me, Travis, the messenger, and I have a message for you. From who? All right, so we're back. Uh, we're back, back for what? We're back for some some ugly talk. Mm. About what? Anything good? Um, I would say it's still relative to anxiety because it's the product of anxiety. And that's... Uh, being too burnt out. Yep. Being burnt out. Um, and being burnt out, unfortunately, is something that I think... Well, for unfortunate in the sense that we feel it as humans, but fortunate in the sense that we all feel it, so no one's quite excluded from it. But I would say that no one's free from anxiety, and anxiety does lead to feeling burnt out, right? I mean, yeah. you kind of feel stuck, you know? You feel exhausted. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, exhausted, and just tired. And, you know, it's very difficult to, you know, live your life day by day with being burnt out. And expecting to still perform um, and just be functional in society. And yeah, yeah, I mean, something about anxiety that I, I've noticed for me is that because it's become so part of my identity, I'm always burnt out. Hmm. Um, is, do you think that's more of like rock bottom or is it just like an overwhelming feel? Like, Damn, like, rock bottom. We got there that quick. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe sometimes. there. Sometimes I think it's rock bottom, right? Because, you know, when you're so drowned in anxiety and the feeling of being burnt out and feeling like you can't function, then you start thinking of maybe even unnatural. Well, I mean, it depends. That's all perspective on what's unnatural. But you find things that are not organic to you and your personality to get yourself to be more motivated or to escape that that Mm -hmm. void. And it's at some point, like, what cost are you willing to go? Maybe... I don't know. Maybe it's like this perpetual narrative in your life. And unfortunately that's just where your life is headed. But if I were to think that way, then I would never really be happy quote unquote. And it's like, maybe everyone around me who felt the same way would also feel like they're, you know, doomed to being stuck from anxiety and being burnt out. And that's the scariest mentality to have on it. So do you think that being too burnt out is more like hitting rock bottom or not rock bottom? I'm sorry. I said that, Um, but more of like to your breaking point. Is it like, where? how would you define what too burnt out is? I guess is really where the question is at. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's like, or can it even be defined? And maybe it's just unique based on situation. I think it's so circumstantial because it's hard to say that someone's in like, like I just said that sometimes I feel like because I anxiety is such an identity of mine that I'm always in this like perpetual, like feeling of being burnt out. And that's just something that's why I'm always tired and exhausted. But I would say that as much as I may think that, and it maybe clouds the happy moments I do have, or like good moments I do have, I should say that. Maybe I'm actually not in like this permanent state of being burnt out. And maybe it's all just, you know, it's so frequent that it it makes me forget the good moments I have. Because when I do have good moments, I don't necessarily feel burnt out. Sometimes I do get random like spurs of energy and I want to be productive. Maybe it's all the sugar-free Red Bulls I drink. Um, You do drink a lot of those. I know. Your poor heart. Yeah, well... Wait, you don't have a heart. (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm anxious. (gasps) I figured it out. I'm just kidding. I only started drinking... You know, Red Bulls routinely like this since 
I don't know, the past like year and a half or so. Yeah. But tough. life's tough. Yeah. So I think we're going to head on to our, you know, our next segment where we really like try to deep dive and discuss um, our specific anxieties that, you know, is that lead us to being burnt out. Yeah. And, you know, coming to the point of, you know, the, the moments of not wanting to get out of bed, those type of things. Yeah. What What is specific to our uh, anxieties that led to us feeling burnt out through our day to day life? So for our next segment, we're going to be discussing that. See you soon. And we're back. And today we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about anxiety, as we mentioned before, and more specifically kind of like the anxieties that, you know, for myself that I go through. Um, I think there's, you know, two main ones I can think of off the top of my head. And then the first being more related towards, you know, work and, you know, stress and just, you know, the part of making a living and, you know, trying to be successful within your career. And there's a lot of times, you know, I feel almost to burnout, those type of things, or the pressures or the stress that comes with it um, is related towards work more on like making sure that you please everyone. You know, it's like you, when you're a people manager and you have responsibilities of employees and having to make sure that all of their issues are in line of making sure that they come to work, that they're on time, that you're doing time cards, that you're, you know, making sure that their emotions are feeling good on top of your own actual work that you have to do, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that you meet the goals and objectives of the company. Um, it, it's at times a lot of pressure um, to make sure you do that in trying to find that balance between work. An important position at work is something that I definitely like. Oof. I Sometimes I see, like I have friends, you know, obviously like you, that talk about like your job objectives or whatever and, you know, the pressures that come with that. And I sometimes say like, oh, that's why it's very difficult to ever think about working under other people because – it's just like this tower of pressure. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I give props to people that can do that. And that's kind of why I'm in the path of wanting to be my own boss. Because of- Yeah. And, and it's like right now, it's like I'm going through, you know, PCDs, PCDs. And, you know, for those that don't know, that's performance coaching and development. Going through all of these end-of-the-year goals and objectives of, you know, how did I perform? And how did my employees perform? And those type of things. And it's just trying to meet all of those deadlines as well as plan for, you know, 2023 goals as well as 2024 goals. You know, like corporate companies, you know, they want you to plan out. And there's a lot of stress behind making sure that you make those decisions properly. And you know, that they don't, um, that you don't end up setting yourself up for failure. So I think um, it's, that's it's a part of anxiety as well as you know, no one as the as a human being wants to fail, you know, so whatever we're facing, you know, if we feel like we're getting to the point of failure, then, you know, some of those anxieties might be triggered there. Um, so you would say that your anxieties and, and the feeling that your anxieties bring, which is to be burnt out or, you know, exhausted or overwhelmed is due to societal expectations, you know, getting a job, being successful and, you know, things in your day-to-day life, those things apply to in your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would say, you know, that's fair and that's very relatable because I think most people can, you know, agree that they feel burnt out from work and from the expectations with the recession and you know, just how, you know, life has just been the past, you know, couple of years where it just seems like it's getting harder and harder to live a, you yeah. know, balanced life financially and to also have the societal expectations of being like married and having a house and living the American dream. It's, 
it's almost impossible now to think about having that at the age that people are having that you know life beforehand and it's almost like you know like a lot of society and a lot of the pressures and you know the, the world that we face is that we have to live in this little cookie cutter box you know like you have to you know be a part of society in certain ways in that you know if you're not then you're the outcast or you're you know the one that's not doing well um at least from my standpoint is how i've always felt is that i had to fit this mold um of being successful you know, going to college, getting the job, doing that. Not that I wanted to not do any of those things, but you have the pressures of life that comes with that too. See, the thing is, those anxieties, I think are so valid and they're so relatable, but sometimes I think there are those people that are out there that sometimes don't feel like their anxieties are as validated because they're so personal, right? They're so specific to you. For that, sure. Yeah. You feel isolated mentally. How does anyone relate for, for me? I mean, most people that I've, I've ever known have such a widely different upbringing than my own and, you know, different experiences that allowed them to have multiple opportunities that I wasn't given. So, you know, it, it does seem like a lot of the anxieties they face would be things because they become such a comfortable normalities that when one little thing may not go in favor of them or for them, because they're so used to a type of way that they start to like freak out and not know how to process these emotions. Well, most of the people's problems that I've like listened to or like they vented to me or expected me to hear out as a friend, which I always do with yeah. no judgment. I always find that their problems always end up kind of seeming like, I don't know, like they'd be like my solutions. I'd be like, wow, like that's, I wish that was like a problem. I'm dang, you know? And my anxieties come from things like that where I just, I just feel so isolated with what I deal with mentally. And, you know, it's hard to kind of go down a list specific of specific things that relate to me because I can be here all day, but I still don't feel bad for myself. It's not like a pity party mentality. It's just with what I deal with as, you know, a 20 year eight year old man who has gone through a lot this past, you know, two years, you know, specifically with getting out of long-term relationship to moving back home from Atlanta, back into my family's house, not having my, my job that I had previously, you know, losing my mother, everything that really happened and even getting into a car accident with a tractor trailer, like all these things have led me to believe like, am I cursed? Like, I feel anxious. Like I feel like I'm yeah. always under some pressure and, you know, to perform at my age and be successful as well, like dealing with the normal anxieties that people would face on top of my personal ones on top of like my spirituality and like, am I going to find love? Because I feel like love is so important to me and, and, you know, connecting with people in that way and just all those things, you know, kind of pile on and it really makes me feel burnt out. Like it's a collapse of motivation. It's a collapse of inspiration to move forward. Sometimes you're like, what do I do? I'm so glued to the floor. I'm so glued yeah. to the couch or the bed. Um, I think it's also just important that, you know, that people recognize that those, anxieties that maybe like you have that are very circumstantial that you know people like myself need to make sure i fully understand those and i can be empathetic towards those and understand where you're coming from you know so that you know those that support is there to you know those that might need it yeah well i mean the thing is it's the obvious solution or temporary solution would to first be aware that you have these anxieties and how to talk about them how do you identify them and how do you you know translate them through people to people through conversations, obviously open conversations, but it's hard because when you feel as though some of the people, it's almost like, what do I surround around myself with other anxiety ridden people, depressed people, or, you know what I mean? I get that we all have valid anxieties and depressions, yeah. but 
do I specifically surround myself with people that may get it? That's hard. Like I, I, the only way I'd be able to do that is by asking people, which is a very personal thing. So, you know, sometimes you just make friends casually. And and then when you make friends with people and then they start opening up to you and you open up to them, it's almost like you're going on a date with a friend and you find more and more out about them. And then it's like, Oh, actually just kidding. We don't have, we don't have anxieties in common. I'm breaking up with you now as a friend. And it's just a funny, crazy mentality. I just find that I relate more with people that relate with my anxieties. And that's odd to say that because you want to surround yourself with like super happy people and and that's good. But I want to be able to have a normal view of my or normal scope of my life or view of my life because when you're around other anxious people that have similar anxieties that make them feel burnt out and you talk about it, you almost feel like the validation that you're giving them is equal validation you're getting back because you're now looking at someone that's completely different from you, but yet you're sharing such a like similar human experience. And then you start to realize, Oh my gosh, like this is just a human experience. It's just temporary. Oh my God. Like this is just a phase of what we're dealing with. And it will get better because other people will get better. And when you see those people that dealt with the same thing you did or same, you know, overall end result, a different experience to get there that you did, now suddenly they're growing. So you're like, okay, well then I will too at some point. So we have some bit of positivity to latch on to. Yeah. But I also think it's important to, um, you know, surround yourself with differences too, because you could learn from one another as well. Of course, of course. But it's like, if you're, I don't know, a good example to explain, I was going to come up with something clever, but, um, but no, I think it's good that, you know, you can learn from one another as well. And just making sure that you recognize those things, I think is beneficial. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like our dynamic. So, you know, you have very normal, you know, expectations, like validated anxieties and the feeling of being burnt out from those anxieties very much. So as mine are completely different and, and, you know, more unique and personal to me, but yet we're still really good friends. And that's because what you listen and I listen to yours. So because we have that mutual respect of exchanged, you know, mm-hmm. personal anxieties, it, it helps us kind of not only validate each other's, but also take into consideration that, you know, the, the way that you work through some things is maybe I can work through some of the ones that are similar so that I can now put more attention yeah. into the ones that are personal. So it really is about connecting and it's about, yes, having different perspectives and different people throughout your circumference of friends that yes you have a balance of letting certain things out as well and, as and i think with the, the, the premise of all of it is is listening is, is making sure that you're you know well that's the lesson i would other, say listening, and, you yeah. know listening being empathetic understanding where people are coming from understanding that people might have different issues than you do have different anxieties that you do and none are less valid and, it just because it, it, just because you don't have those experiences doesn't mean they're less valid or more valid it's equally valid to the individual because that's their perspective on it so it's not about being disrespectful and diminishing someone's anxieties because all oh, minds are worse and i'm playing victim no mm-hmm. that's not what i'm trying to insinuate at all it's more or less that i feel mentally isolated and that's the only you know, kind of judgment I'd have on it is more of myself. Like, Oh, like there's, they're, you know, upset because they didn't get their, I don't know, parents paying for, you know, their car insurance anymore or something like that. When I've been paying for my car insurance by myself for years, you know, but they would be like, Oh yeah. Like my parents aren't paying for my car insurance anymore. They're like trying to like hold me to a standard. Now they want to teach me a lesson or whatever. Like your anxiety is valid to you because now it's shifting what has happened for years for you. So now you're like uncomfortable and you have to grow in your own regard and that's valid to you. But I'm not going to judge you for that. I'm just like, that. that's just how their upbringing was. That's just how they were. They started up 
mm-hmm. doing so now that it's changed, it's not making me like judge you. But in my head, I'm like, dang, but I feel mentally isolated or I feel isolated in my anxiety because now it's like, I, can, I know I can't relate with that. So I can listen, I can validate it, but I don't relate with it. So now I still am back at square one. So it's but a balance of both. Same, I think at the same time, like, you know, to that example about the car insurance is like, you listen to that and then you take that back and you look at it and you kind of maybe beat yourself up over that as in, well, that person look at them. They've had it paid for for X more years, and we have to be careful that we don't look at others and bring yes, it back. And absolutely, like, like self inflict ourselves because of looking at what others have and ha- do it's, not. It's it's not it's like the victim mentality. It's not a good mentality to have. It's not a good mentality to think that you're a victim because the world does not owe you anything. No matter how good of a person you think you are, and that's such a important lesson I've learned. You're not a good person to expect anything. You're a good person because you know it feels right, and, and, yeah. and it has to come from within that purity in it. And, so and we all have different paths that we all went down. Yeah. And do we end up at the same places, you know, we, the human experience is actually pretty complex, right? So the human experience is that we all, you know, have our different experiences to get to the feeling of sadness. We all have different experiences to get to the feeling of happiness, laughter, excitement. Like we all have different experiences, but at some point the destination of that emotion will ultimately all be the same, which is we felt that emotion. And that's, Mm -hmm. what's so beautiful that connects us and binds us all. Yes, obviously to the extremes that someone may be like, well, what if one person never felt any emotion? Well, come on, let's get real. Maybe they have not experienced every emotion, but they've experienced most enough to still be relative, you know? But I think that's a good, you know, I've kind of, I won't deep dive fully into my anxieties, but, you know, we'll have those, you know, conversations down the road because honestly, a lot of things really make me feel burnt out and I will definitely go more into that. But I'll tell you right now, this podcast is something that is giving me some bit of outlet. And the fact that I have motivation to continue doing this on top of feeling so stuck and burnt out most days goes to show that this podcast yeah. really is helping. It's going to probably save my life. Yeah. Well, we're going to go into our next segment. So <laughs> thank you. What time is it, Travis? Light up time. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, whew. all right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to discuss um, how does the feeling of being burnt out relate to all of us? But, and now a very interesting way, we're going to try to get more of you guys to, Give us your anxieties. Give us what's something personal to you. Um, what are some things that you some things that you think that maybe are so unique that we maybe can relate with you guys on and and now actually start to see maybe the things that we think are so specific to us are actually more common than we let on. And yeah. maybe that may help us and maybe we can identify those anxieties collectively together and actually start to have that connectivity amongst us on a wider spectrum, right? So um, some of those things, you know, other than the physical or emotional abuse you may face, neglect, fear of judgment, finances, work, you know, your social life, the image, those things are very at core what we all deal with. But there's, you know, complexities to each of those topics that are now personal. So I think uh, the question that we're going to pose now is, you know, comment and let us know what what things that you guys are dealing with. And you know, we, we'll definitely be reading them um, and discussing those specific things uh, in our next, uh, you know, episodes down the road or, 
you know, we'll be able to see how we can relate with them ourselves and to see if maybe we can't and maybe see, wow, there are some really unique ones out there. And those people are, you know, let's maybe talk more about why those people may deal with those things and how they can possibly get through them as advice that we can give to them. Yeah. And it's more about, you know, being, being able to recognize them, um, understand where people are coming from, being empathetic towards them, you know, and kind of building a better world, um, you know, one anxiety at a time. So, you know, if you have any specific ones that, you know, that are kind of unique to yourself and that you're willing to share, um, you know, if they were ever discussed on this podcast, you know, you know, they, they're definitely going to be anonymous, those type of things. You're not going to share your life secrets, you know, um, but you can on head on over to our website, you can subscribe. Um, it has some information in there and, you know, just a segue into, you know, we do have a website that's starting up. Um, there's going to be some show information in there, that type of stuff too. So, Go over there. You can check that out. You can leave some comments in there on any anxieties that you might face, um, whether they're one-offs or ones that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And we're hoping to help you guys not feel burnt out, but instead encourage you to light up. So until next time, next time, until next time, we'll see you guys because I'm high. And good night. Good night.